Hello, my food biz whizzes. Welcome to episode 88 of the podcast and happy April. Gosh, okay, here we go. In this show, I'm discussing whether or not you should pursue food service as a sales channel right now in the spring of 2021. And if it is the right fit for you, what you need to think about as you try to land new accounts. In short, here is the spoiler alert. If you want to get on restaurant, bar, concert venues, sporting arena menus, and more, now is the time. So let's get right to it. You're listening to Food Biz Whiz, the weekly podcast for everyone in the packaged food industry. Join your host, Allie Ball, to learn how to launch, grow, and scale your business. You'll hear real-life examples from her time as a professional grocery buyer, interviews with CPG experts, and listen in on actual client coaching sessions. Let's get going. This episode is sponsored by Retail Ready, my online course for emerging food brands who are looking to grow their wholesale business. I've been teaching Retail Ready for about six years, and this year in 2021, we'll hit our 1000th brand to enroll in the course. Through videos, workbooks, checklists, templates, live coaching calls with me, and nearly 24-7 access to me and my team in our private online group, Retail Ready has all the tools that you need to increase your sales through wholesale accounts. So whether that's in traditional brick and mortar outlets or through e-commerce platforms, I would love to see you join us when the course opens again. So jump on to the waitlist to be the first to know when we welcome in new food, beverage, and taxable grocery brands. You can find the waitlist in today's show notes or at foodbizwiz.com under the heading Retail Ready. All right, Wizzes, I wanted to do this episode because here in San Francisco, things feel like they are turning a corner. Now, I know depending on where you are in the world or what your current COVID situation is in your your own county or state, you might be experiencing something different than I am. But here in California, it feels like there's a little bit of newfound hope. The weather's turning, we've got longer days, we've got more sunshine, and the vaccine rollout is well under its way. So things just feel lighter and they feel more hopeful. I hope I hope that you are feeling that too. So now, obviously, you guys know that I'm not a doctor or health expert, and I can't advise on what people should or should not do around socializing and the loosening of social distancing as more and more people get vaccinated. So I personally, I'll just say, I personally am following the guidelines outlined by the CDC, and I'm really looking forward to being fully vaccinated soon. But I will tell you, anecdotally, that things feel lighter. They feel lighter in my community. They feel lighter in my city. And I, like I said, I hope that you are feeling that too. So what does that have to do with today's show? Well, in this episode, I'm talking about food service and whether or not you should pursue that channel with your food or beverage business. It feels like now is the time to discuss this as we are rounding that corner and more and more folks are out and about dining, seeking entertainment outside of the home, frequenting bars, restaurants, sports venues, museums, and we're seeing it here, um, and a whole lot more, right? So here's exactly what we're going to cover in today's episode. I'm going to talk about what is food service briefly, just to make sure we're all on the same page. 
I'm going to discuss what to think about as you debate if your brand is a good fit or frankly isn't a good fit for the sales channel. And then I'll talk about why it's important to make moves now if you are going to lean into this channel as part of your 2021 sales strategy. Sound good? Here here we go. Let's take it from the top. So what is food service? (laughs) Simple question. Simple enough, right? So food service is when you sell to an account who's going to use your product as an ingredient or a menu item, but likely isn't going to sell your product in its original retail packaging. So for example, if you make pickles, you might sell them to a bar to use as a garnish for a Bloody Mary, or maybe you sell them to a baseball stadium to serve on their burgers, or perhaps you're selling your pickles to a catering company who uses them on their charcuterie boards, right? That is all food service. Food service is the channel that encompasses any meal that is consumed outside of the home and is usually prepared by somebody else. So the settings can be pretty vast. A cafeteria at a nursing home is food service, a bar in an airport lounge, a cafe at a golf course, um, or at a concert hall, or a school lunch program, or a break room in a big or small corporation. Those all may be food service channels for your brand. It is a really big category. As The definition of food service specifies that it's meals that are prepared outside of the home. You can imagine the impact that COVID had on this channel. Like in short, it wiped this channel out. It was really, really tough to watch retail ready students and community who had invested so much in this channel, only to find out that their sales just frankly hit the pause button in March of 2020. I mean, sure, there were some reorders here and there, but by and large, the cash flow stopped in food service last year. So I've talked about this on the podcast before, that my husband works in wine sales in San Francisco, mainly servicing restaurant accounts. So we saw this firsthand in my household. I mean, come mid-March 2020, his orders just disappeared. He also found that, and I thought this was interesting and it makes sense, but he found that with restaurants who bounced back pretty quickly and did takeout and curbside pickup and things like that, they were often trying to move through their inventory on hand, keeping an eye on their cash flow rather than adding a new product or placing reorders. And I mean, that's smart, right? That just that just makes sense. <laughs> so all that being said, I hear you. Food service was tough last year. Okay, so now that we're on the same page about like what food service is and how huge of a channel it is, I'm betting that most of my listeners here are scratching their heads and considering it, right? Maybe you're eager to pursue it, but it's really important to think about how it plays into your bigger picture strategy. So let's talk through the pros and the cons of food service with the biggest pro being that you can often move higher volumes of product through food service channels. So let's think about it using, let's use ketchup as an example. So if you sell ketchup on the grocery store shelf, you might sell two or three jars a week. After all, I mean, think about the last time that you personally bought ketchup and how quickly you go through a bottle of it. So I'll tell you, we recently moved and I had to clean out the fridge, like full on deep clean of the fridge. And I was shocked. I was embarrassed. I guess I'm embarrassed to say it on this podcast at how old some of the condiments were in there. And that's coming from someone who cooks 
a lot. My household uses a lot of condiments, but I can't remember the last time we bought ketchup, right? So if, on the other hand, you sold your ketchup to a restaurant in a one-gallon bucket, you not only be selling more at a time, likely with a holler, excuse me, a higher, ooh, a higher dollar amount as well, but they'd also be running through it a lot faster than that retail store is, as the restaurant puts ketchup on every single burger that, that goes out or as a side for every order of fries, right? So in the food industry, it's often a volumes game. If you can move more volume through food service than you can off the retail shelf, it's worth considering. So another pro about food service is that you don't often have to do the same consumer education in in the same way that you do in retail. So say, for example, that you make tahini. While this ingredient is definitely gaining in popularity, my bet is that it's still used much, much more often in restaurant kitchens than in the home. I mean, at least in North America, right? So in this example, it's likely much easier to sell, again, a gallon of tahini straight to a chef than it is to get it to move off a retail shelf in your typical middle American grocery store, right? So all you would have to do is educate the chef. And I'm just going to throw it out there. I think that chefs use tahini more often than the average North American cook, home cook. Um, It's easier to convince that chef who, frankly, doesn't need much convincing than it is to have your tahini sitting on that retail shelf where you have to educate that shopper what tahini is and why it's so wonderful, right? So one downside, let's let's talk about some downsides. One downside is that oftentimes there isn't any brand recognition when selling through food service channels. So for example, when was the last time that you were at a ballpark, uh, maybe pre-COVID, <laughs> and they highlighted the brand name of the burger buns that they used on that on that burger, right? Or the mustard or the relish even, right? So sure, yes, it happens from time to time but not not always and not often. And so I'll emphasize here that there's no right or wrong way for right or wrong answer for wanting that brand recognition. Some brands recognize that any sale is a sale and they're happy to grow their food service side of things. And other brands are insistent on the power of building your brand recognition, right? That is an important strategy for you. And you would rather not be nameless on a menu. So you do you. No wrong answer here. So the other thing to remember about food service is that not all brands are a good fit for food service. And sometimes the choice isn't up to you, right? Sometimes that restaurant would rather make their pickled onions in-house than pay you for yours, right? Or perhaps you run your numbers and it just doesn't make sense to sell your chocolate chip cookies through food service accounts, that you can make so much more money by selling them direct to consumer at the farmer's markets. Or maybe you just don't have the bandwidth to produce the quantity needed for food service, or you don't have the a way to package your product in bulk, and it's not worth it for you to pursue that route. So be it, right? Again, no wrong answers here. You do you. So there's a lot more that goes into deciding whether or not this channel makes sense for your brand. And again, it goes back to your strategy and how you are going to make money in your business, right? We want to make money here. We want to be profitable. So knowing your financials through and through are key as you think about food service or any sales channel in your business. 
So for the, the big side here, right, there's a lot of ifs here. Um, but for those of you who are interested in this channel, perhaps you relied heavily on it pre-COVID and you're itching to get your sales back up there again. Or maybe you didn't make any moves in food service in the past, but now you think it's a good channel for your brand. I'm telling you, it is time to make moves. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be back to tell you why. If you've been enjoying these episodes, imagine what it would be like to ask clarifying questions directly to me and to have my assistants working through your strategy on these topics. Well, you can. My Retail Ready students have access to me live in our private online group and on our monthly coaching calls. And I would love to see you in there as well. Retail Ready Enrollment opens again soon, so jump on the waitlist in today's show notes or at foodbizwiz.com and save your spot. Okay, we are back and it is spring 2021 and I am declaring that now is the time to pitch to those food service accounts. Why now? Okay, so you remember at the beginning of this episode when I mentioned that it just feels like things have turned a corner and there's this sense of hope in the air? It is happening, you guys. Food service venues have started to open up again, whether we think it is safe or not. Even walking around San Francisco, I'll tell you, I'm seeing more and more restaurants reopening with limited indoor dining and plenty of outdoor options. The parklets are just popping up all over the place. So patios are overflowing and people are itching to get back to normal. And again, I'm not going to comment on whether or not this is safe, uh, what I think about this, or if people should or should not be dining outdoors or indoors or any of those things, right? I'm simply stating what is happening. So that being said, those food service accounts need to update their menus, redesign their drink lists, freshen up their offerings, and figure out what they are selling in spring of 2021 or summer of 2021 when they they reopen, right? So they are looking for new products as they pull their menus together, right? But for some of them, it's been a year since they've sold anything. And they're trying to figure out how to reopen efficiently and profitably. So now is the time to get in front of those food service decision makers. Don't wait until that concert venue is officially open again and selling tickets to shows. Don't wait until you can get, say, a reservation at your neighborhood spot and ask to meet the chef handing off your finishing salts after you pay him or her a compliment on your delicious meal, right? That may have been a strategy that worked for you pre-COVID, but it's not working now. So we don't have time to sit around waiting. Pitch now as these food service accounts are gaining speed again. So again, I'm I'm seeing it in, in my house too right now. It almost feels like Ian has been sitting around for 12 months waiting for this momentum to build again. So in the past few weeks, so early March to now, he has had more requests for take, tasting appointments than he's had in the past 12 months combined. People want to reopen. People are excited to have a glimpse of normal behavior. Food services are eager to reopen, to to make sales again, to get their staff back to work. It is time for you to be there for them. What's more is my prediction that once things do reopen and as more and more people are vaccinated and frequenting these venues, 
these venues are going to get busy. Sales are going to be high. I mean, I think we're all a little bored by home cooking over the past year, and we are itching to dine out, right? I mean, I know I certainly am. So those accounts are likely to reopen. The people will come. And sure enough, those accounts are likely going to be responding and dialing in operations and trying to keep up at a pace that they haven't experienced in over a year. So my bet is that when that happens, menus are going to stay put for a while. Those chefs and bar managers and sommeliers and decision makers are going to set their menus and pick out their assortments, and then they've got to turn their attention and focus on operations for a while, not bothering or, frankly, not even having the time to consider new products. So again, that means that now is the time to pitch before those menus are set in stone and not reconsidered for a while. Okay, so there you have it, my enthusiastic rally cry to pitch to those food service accounts now if that is part of your sales strategy for 2021 as we move beyond COVID. So thank you, as always, for tuning in today. Catch me back here next week. I'm going to welcome on a guest, Bree with Ember Consulting, and we're going to talk about turning your customers into advocates for your brand. I am really excited for this topic and this episode. I can't tell you how great it is, how valuable it's going to be for you guys. So I'll see you right back here next week. And until then, in our Food Biz Whiz Facebook group, click through to find your invite directly in the show notes if you're not in there with us already, and we'll welcome you in. We will chat about this episode and we will talk strategy for your emerging food or beverage business. I'll see you in there and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Food Biz Whiz, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you never miss a beat. Hungry for more? Check out www.foodbizwiz.com. That's food, B-I-Z-W-I-Z.com for detailed show notes from all episodes. Thanks again for tuning in and stay busy.